Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to I'm Not Scared, You're Scared. A horror movie podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please like and follow us on iTunes and Spotify and review us. It'll help spread the word. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared or email us at I'm Not Scared, You're Scared at gmail.com. Happy Halloween! It's our mini-sode! Um, so we had talked about doing a mini-sode last year and didn't get around to it, so we're trying to do it this year. To do a mini-sode where we're talking about, well, it's my favorite holiday. I don't know if it's yours. I mean, you it's probably... It's up there. It's up I there. Mean, I'm, I am a big... I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. Um, Halloween's up there, though. I could give two... Shit's about either of those other holidays. She's <laughs> like, whatever it is that you mentioned, I have no idea what those are. I don't. Yeah, I'm Christ, Christ, Christmas. I don't know. Anyway, so Halloween is my thing. Um, so we wanted to talk about just it's not a movie in particular. We just wanted to talk about stuff we really enjoy in the fall, like September, October, to get in the you know feeling like it's. Uh, Halloween. And, yeah, we, we spooky, assume that if, if you're listening to this podcast and you like scary movies, you probably also like Halloween. Or at least the you holiday. celebrate. And, it, you I know. think it'd be very unlikely if you were a big fan of horror movies and you were very anti-Halloween. And you're like, ew, Flag Day's my holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Arbor Day is the shit. <laughs> I don't do Halloween. 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 And, and, but we should be uh, thanking our special guest for our mini-sode. Yes. Yeah, so it was his idea. He's been asking... About encouraging, saying, encouraging, saying, "Hey, you know, it, it'd be fun." So he's we, always about it, broadening our horizons. This I know, one, he's always pushing me to like promote Succeed. myself, do more. It's kind of obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Is. So Victor's here with us too. We ladies don't like to, to be pushed, <laughs> but sometimes I'm so we contrary. Need it. And I'm like, don't tell me, but fine, okay, fine. <laughs> um, so he's joining us tonight, or yeah, it's almost night. It's about five o'clock. So. Uh, so we're just like going to have a chat about just different things we enjoy about the season. And mm. so the first um, category, which I wrote a little bit about, they're making fun of me because I wrote a little bit about it. We're like, making fun of her because nerd? she's prepared, which I, I, prepared a I little bit. actually knew about all of this well in advance and didn't prepare. Victor just got roped into this episode about 11 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a complete out for not being I know, prepared. But I feel like he has things to share, you know, about these different categories. I mean, so, I sure hope so. I mean, yeah, otherwise it'll be really boring. It, it is also my favorite uh, holiday. Yeah, so. it's one of the reasons we, you know, um, connected so we favorite band, favorite You guys can't see, but there's little hearts flying little through the air between Aww. the two of them right now. I know. <laughs> so the first category is what is your favorite, like, spooky watch to get in the... Um, the mindset of it's spooky season. Halloween is, you know, October is mm-hmm. upon us. Uh, what do you usually like to to watch? And um, I don't know who wants to go first. Who wants to kick it off? I mean, I'll I'll start out like 
um, a lot of the go-to spooky watches that I would name are movies that we've already talked about. You know, we've devoted episodes to on the podcast. Um, I like old school stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the old standbys, they feel very familiar when you slip them on and that, you know, like brings you back to holidays of the past. But, um, you know, the, we've been talking about Halloween in the past couple episodes and the first Halloween is definitely one of them. The first Friday the 13th for me is very like slipping on, a, you know, a like little snuggly blanket. Put in your of, cozy sweater, like Mrs. Voorhees' sweater. Exactly. But it's <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> and it's funny because that's kind of a, I mean, it's a very summer themed movie. It's, you know, a summer camp. They're out on the dock. They're out on the lakes. It's it's not seasonally. It, it doesn't jive with, with Halloween, um, but it is a very familiar um, creepy but expected experience and mm-hmm. um, and if I were to stick with like the first things like the the first nightmare on Elm Street to me is the is the same way like it's it's so familiar it's so charming it's so enjoyable mm-hmm. um, yeah. that just putting that on anytime in the Halloween season just gets you right there yeah. right away I I, th- I I can see that. I mean, to me, it's sort of like comforting in a way where I'm yeah. like, oh, like it's nostalgia and fun. And mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter yeah. that it's dated or that it's no. cheesy because yeah. it's like, I mean, most holiday traditions are, you know, there's something that you grew up doing or it's something you associate with being a kid or with your family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so a horror movie that just feels very familiar um, fits the bill. Definitely. Yeah, I, th- I, I agree. What do you think, Victor? What would be your favorite? What are some of your like go tos to get yourself in the mood for? Um, you know, I mean, she really season. needs to know what gets you in the mood it's... for spooky season. Let me <laughs> so let me be very Provide clear. Some context. <laughs> well, I I never really watched horror movies growing up. It was much more of a later in life situation. Um, so I, there's definitely not a lot that I watched, you know, growing up. So I, I would say, especially. Since I was a kid, watching uh, Nightmare Before Christmas definitely got me into the Halloween and Christmas spirit. I'm one of those people who doesn't believe that it's a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie. It is both. And that was definitely the one that I would watch always in the beginning of October and also throughout October Mm -hmm. and then the beginning of December and throughout December. It transcends holidays. It does. Um, And I am... uh, the correct age to where, like, the the Disney bad movie Halloween Town, like, came out when I was, like, I think it was, I was, like, 10. And I really, really liked that movie. Have I, I've never even heard of that. What it's is Halloween Town? Good. It's, <laughs> it's not, but I, I watched it, like, every year for, like, so it's like up until I was, like, mid-teens. It's, what, it's like what Hocus Pocus is to me. Okay. I yeah. saw it when, when I was 11 years so, yeah, old. Don't in the get theater. me started on yeah. Hocus Pocus. I know you're not um, you're not well, big into it. Well, that's my it, uh, that's, that's like my other one is, is Hocus Pocus. Is I mean we watched that. You know I don't know I don't necessarily remember doing it as like a family, but my sister, uh, my middle sister, really liked watching it. I know I watched it with her. Hmm. Um, so those are definitely the things that that get me going for the spooky season. Anything now, like presently, something that you like enjoy watching? More recent. Um, not to put you on the spot. Putting on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll 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 watch some stuff this year and 
and we'll see if there's anything that comes to mind, and I'll mention it if uh, if I'm on the podcast again. <laughs> but you know, you guys can't see this, but in my room here with with Meredith, I have many Jack Skellington like bobbleheads and Funko Pops, and I have acrylic. Uh, or not acrylic. What 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 would you call those? Vinyl the masks. Mm, they're they're ceramic. Like ceramic, masks. yeah. Three yeah. different faces of Jack Skellington that are ceramic that are like really nice. Um, I have a, a three foot tall Jack Skellington statue by our fireplace. So that that is definitely my my final answer is is Nightmare Before Christmas. Hi. I'm super into it, and even my brother in law's aunt worked on that movie and like showed me some cool stuff that she like stole from the set (laughs) okay i mean it it is worth mentioning that you are a smidge younger than us Mm -hmm. i think it came out in what 93 93 halloween town no nightmare before christmas oh yes sorry i thought you were you were looking up halloween town no nightmare before christmas came out in 93 yeah yeah so you you were a a little bit of a littler guy Mm -hmm. when when you would have seen that 10 10 years old when it came out Mm -hmm. i I was a super old eleven. Yeah. I was six. He's a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Halloween Town came in out in 98. Okay. So I, was I would 11. have never watched yeah. Halloween Town. In I, yeah, no, I've never even heard of it. It's got Debbie Reynolds in it. Yeah. Yeah, she plays she's the grandma. Amazing. I mean, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing in everything. Grandmother. Well, of course she's amazing. I would say she's probably the reason that I. She was. She's what it makes it good. She's a great actress, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I don't, wouldn't say it was good, but she's what makes it <laughs> The, the shred of yeah. the shred of Tolerable. quality in it. Yeah, I yeah. watched it. My children and I were like, uh, and then you and your sister were like all in. Yeah, and I was like, no, and I, I, I came, I re- came to that realization a while back, and this is totally off topic, but there are movies that if you see them when you're young and they become precious to you as a child, you see them through a certain lens. Where if you don't watch them for the first time until you're an adult you cannot appreciate it. And yeah. for me, it's because my husband grew up watching the Christmas toy, mm-hmm. which he argues is like the basis for the concept of Toy Story because it's about all of the toys that come to life on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then the um, whatever new toy that is being introduced into the group that Christmas, like that's the drama of that new toy. And it's a Jim Henson production. Mm. And he grew up watching it, and it's super, super dear to him. And then when we met each other, I'd never heard of it. And I watched it, and I was like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is even happening? Why are we watching this? And um, I think that uh, there are um, lots of movies like that where if you don't grow up watching them, you can't appreciate them later on as an adult and maybe halloween town is the same thing like yeah i mean it wasn't good when it came out honestly but it, but it I, captured yeah. you in some way it did, it did. That, i think like, it was probably you the ginormous and... pumpkin like probably. in the town square that yeah. was like dying but then you try and share it with another adult yeah and they've never seen it before and they cannot see yeah. what you're seeing yeah. because they didn't i've actually heard it. a few people in my life say that about princess bride yep yeah, that's another one. Yeah, where, you know, I, I watched it as a kid, and I love that. Yeah. And I still love it. I, yeah. I still watch no, it. That's a whole other saga in my household, because neither my husband or I saw it growing up, mm-hmm. and we both had individual vendettas against it oh, when we met, God. because for me, when I was a senior in high school, I'd never seen that movie. They did a poll of my senior class saying, what is the greatest film 
ever made. Well, you can't ask high school. Was that. the question? <laughs> They're stupid. They don't know and anything. Princess Bride won, yeah. and I was someone who, like, my dad had been like shoving Easy Rider down my throat since yeah. I was eleven years old, <laughs> and so all of these people coming with like Princess Bride is the greatest film ever made, and I'm like. What have you seen anything? Like what have you seen like I was I was livid about that this was the winner for our senior this was representing our senior class of our 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 ethos, um, our you know, taste in films for our senior class. And so then for a long time I was like, I'm never watching it because this is bullshit. <laughs> My Husband, on the other hand, he's just a contrary individual where too many people over the years told him, you have to watch it. It's great. He won't do something if you tell him he has to. Um, The difference is, is that I then, as an adult, was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I'm like, yeah, it's charming. It's hilarious. It's a wonderful movie. Is it the greatest film ever made? No. Is it a wonderful movie? Absolutely. My husband still has never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you like it. I do. No, I love it. I and I love all those performers. Like the Have cast fun, is amazing. I mean, Billy Crystal and Carrie Elways and you know everybody. I mean, it's just it's a great, great movie. But it was that idea when, as teenagers, all of these kids whose parents had not invested anything in their film education were like, "This is the best movie ever made." I was <sighs> like. I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> it's a travesty. It's a travesty. It's bad. It's very yeah. bad. But what, Meredith, what about you? Uh, yeah, the one that prepared responses oh, to these I questions. Oh, a little bit. Well, read read okay. your paragraph, darling. Well, okay, so I, I'm, I've been ruining Victor's nights since he came back from his trip by watching Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments. That's, it first aired on Bravo in tw- 2004, and it was like a mini-series kind of thing, and they have like... Um, you know, episodes of about, and they had different people who like wrote the movies, directors, cast members. So I had they had Stephen King, they had Rob Reiner who did Misery. They had like an array of people just like talking about scary movies and like what they liked about all sorts of scary movies. And it's currently streaming right now um, on YouTube. It's originally at several several episodes, but it's all condensed into three hours of scary movie delightfulness. watching delightfulness. And I love just turning it on and. Having it run, like play in the background, and um, I find it really enjoyable, and it's really it's how I was also introduced to a lot of movies I didn't know about back back yeah. at the time. So I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I'll ch- I'll check it out. I feel like that that was a really galvanizing experience for our friendship. Was the night that oh, I I don't remember what I was here for, but she you Book put club, that I on think. <laughs> and yeah. what and everybody, but it was just you, me, and Lorena, and like every so everybody and else Florence, left. I think no, and, Florence wasn't here oh, the night that we watched that shit. We watched a few things. I sh- um, I made you. Yeah. I put on Hell World. I subject I subjected turn- <laughs> you to Hell World. <laughs> I turned on the first like ten minutes of When a Stranger When a Stranger Calls. calls yeah, that's the most. That's the best part. It's like the most. Yeah, I did part. the rest of the movie. You can kind of throw away. Yeah, like that. But that and beginning then, um, is perfect. Scary movie moments, and that's like we all. You guys left at like two in the morning. Yeah, it was no, so that great. was like because we're just talking about scary yeah. movies, and we're like, yeah, we no. should do a podcast. Like, the, <laughs> oh, we should talk about this. This is really fun. That was yeah. That's <laughs> when you first started saying that, and then like a couple more years passed, and then finally Victor bought you a microphone, and you messaged me like, <laughs> I've got a microphone. We're doing this. <laughs> Let's do it. Come on. Um, so yeah, that was like the the start. Also, you have a 
tortured me with that. I just, I was very tired from not sleeping all night. No, I mean, I don't know, like, who, <laughs> movie countdowns isn't everyone's cup of tea. Well, and it's, it's a different experience if you're someone who's already seen all of those movies, because every little tidbit is, like, awakening something in you that you already love. Mm-hmm. And there's that excitement of seeing something that's familiar to you that you already feel strongly about. So if you're somebody who's coming into it who hasn't already seen all of those movies, you're going to have a really different reaction yeah. to it. Well, I mean, I haven't seen all of them because it's insane. It's like 100 movies. And... I mean, you've probably seen most of them, though. <laughs> right. Maybe 75. <laughs> 75 out of 100. I think yeah. that's, fa- that's fair. Yeah. So I was going to say, um, we've already talked about this movie, Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. I knew that's what you would say. Your spooky I mood movie. It. And then it's Insidious, the original, mm. and the third one. And the third one, one yeah. Are so You're a big fan good. of the third the one. The second one we watched together, and he's like, eh. And I was like, I kind of feel the same I'm way. I'm a Parker Crane fan, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. the third one. It's okay. The third one has a solid vibe, you cannot deny. Yeah. And then anything from the Conjuring universe, just to have it on, and I think it's really fun. And then um, I recently, very recently, like last week, decided to buy the three pack on Amazon of the these movies to be part of my like video, like my stuff on. That's Amazon. your version of my DVD collection. Yes, yeah. it's Get Out, Us, and Nope. Not that I'm a huge fan of Nope, but it was three movies for yeah. thirty. Yeah, no, we. I so. bought Get Out when it came out, and that's the only one that I own. And I kind of wish. I mean, if I could have waited until now to buy a three pack or something, I would. But we we bought Get Out when it first came out. It's so good. Because I love I love Us oh, so yeah. much. It's it's fun, and I w- I'd actually really like to rewatch that for sure this month. Um, yeah. Because it's so good. It's it's amazing. So good. Um, and then I said, uh, on my notes, family favorites like Ghost, like things I watch with my children, like Ghostbusters, Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas, Coraline, and uh, Beetlejuice. These mm. are all just things yeah. that my children have like started to embrace. And yeah. like they're like, when can we watch Those are Beetlejuice? The gateway drugs. <laughs> it is, and they're asking like, when are we gonna watch Ghostbusters? When are we gonna watch our scary movie? Like they're like super into it. Well, so, so how um, do you, so what is like, your position on the Ghostbusters remake with the female Ghostbusters? I watched it and I thought it was fine. Like, I, I didn't fucking loved it. I didn't <laughs> loved it. I was. It was really hilarious. I, I mean, it was that funny. is like my dream. Cat Kristen Wiig, Helmsworth in it too. As a yeah, but no, but just that really that female funny. lineup: oh, yeah, Melissa yeah, yeah. McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones. I'm like, that is my dream female cast yeah. for comedians. They're all great. McCarthy, I, I think, fun. is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, like, no, uh, Grace and I were just watching the other day, uh, The Heat. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just watched that, too. She's so goddamn funny. She's like, I'll bring you that sandwich. She's like, don't throw, don't bring me that old sandwich. Just throw <laughs> it in the trash. But it's just like, she's, oh, my God, she's brilliant. She's she brilliant. Is. She's very, very funny. Yeah. But, I mean, to answer your question, I, I think it's very funny. I mean, I will, nothing will top Bill Murray. No, Same. yeah, cat, but that's why I, what I, I loved that they, I mean, obviously, except for Harold Ramis, like getting the three original cast members to do cameos mm-hmm. in the remake was it's so, it, it was almost like them giving their blessing mm-hmm. for, for the I project. They, I think they do. I think it's. Yeah, they're I mean, they're, obviously, they're not divas. They're plus, not plus Hollywood it, pain in the asses. Yeah. It, it pissed off a bunch of incels, which made me really happy. Well, yeah, that's that's What's gratifying in and yeah. of itself. No. But yeah. I also really like the Paul Rudd one. The Paul oh, Rudd. the new one, Afterlife. The newest one. I've seen that one yet. Oh, you should see it. It's good. Yeah. I think you'll but, enjoy it. I mean, anything Paul Rudd's in is just incredible. I, Except I for Halloween 6. 
Oh, well. Yeah, but that was I mean, an exception to everybody. I mean, he was the highlight of that film. You could give him credit for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, the second question is best snacks for when we're watching these movies mm-hmm. or shows or whatever. Best snacks. Yeah. What do you do? I will What's say Katie's Cupcakes. Ah, <laughs> yeah, Cupcakes. <laughs> Um, good. I, I, I'm a milk chocolate fiend, especially if there's nuts in the milk chocolate. So I just like, like sweet, yeah. sweet angle. So that, but that's all year for me. So it doesn't really count. I, I don't really necessarily have a, a Halloween treat. Yeah. No, and I wouldn't say that I, the, the only thing that I associate with like the movie watching experience, like obviously popcorn. Um, I, funny, I don't, I don't buy popcorn in the theater. I'm not. I'm either. not here for popcorn for theater popcorn, <laughs> but we have an air popper at home, and that's when 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 it's just me and Grace and we're watching a movie or even if we're just watching Golden Girls, like the <laughs> busting out the air popper, putting some of that real butter on that, like that homemade popcorn. I think is our go-to. Even though mm-hmm. I'm like a sweet tooth fiend, and I'm I'm absolutely there for candy and cupcakes and all that shit. Like that that idea of watching movies and eating popcorn is undeniable. Have mm-hmm. you ever put peanut M and M's in your popcorn? I haven't. I highly recommend it. I might. I I am open to that combo. idea. Or just M M&M, and whatever M and M's. I mean, like. I love peanut M and M's. I love peanut butter M and M's. Yeah. Um, uh, I would try the peanut before you do peanut butter. Oh, it's like leveling up. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. No, I get the air popcorn the, too. The it's coffee good. nut M and M's. He doesn't like, do coffee. No, no coffee here. I haven't tried that. The but. coffee nut M&M's are clutch. My favorite is the almond M&M's, but in the popcorn, the peanut M&M's are I've are never had almond M&M's. Oh, they're, they're hard to find. You don't find them in like liquor stores or 7-Elevens. You got to go to like a grocery store and hmm. you got to get like a big bag. It's like a tan bag. They don't come like in small packs usually. Yeah. The you can get like the, sh- you yeah. can get the share size ones, but it's mm-hmm. usually in the grocery stores, not at yeah. like, you know. Well, you know how all that, the language of the candy evolved. Because they instituted regulations for what you could sell as one serving hmm. in terms of sugar and fat content and everything. And that's why, like, normal size candy bars were all of a sudden called, like, share size. <laughs> because then, like, they were supposed to They're technically like, hey, be marketed as, like, a multiple <laughs> serving item. I will eat yeah. the whole share size. I don't care. Who won't? No, <laughs> it's like, oh, um, look at this bag of ruffles. That's about right. Like, That's a share size. I got my personal size pint of Hagen Dazs. It's exactly. Personal. If it's my right in my hand, how do what gets more personal than that? I know. Um, <laughs> what about you, Meredith? Um, no, I do the same thing. The kids and I, we do our the popcorn kernels. We do the air popper, and it's like popcorn movie night. Um, when I'm watching fan- stuff with. The kids like Ghostbusters stuff like that. Last year, I was like popping popcorn. We get in our snacks. Usually, I have a glass of wine, or we order and we order like takeout, like Mexican food or like a sushi or something. We eat, and then we're like, okay, pop popcorn. Let's get our candy, and then we um, just get our blankets and you know get all comfy and yeah, ready to watch Bill Murray be hilarious or my children not understand. Dana Barrett saying, I want you inside me. And he's like, there's more than enough people in there. Whatever. <laughs> and they don't get it. I'm cackling. <laughs> it's, um, it's really nice. But yeah, that's my usual go-to. And then, yeah, peanut M- M&M's are pretty good. But I, do, I like dark chocolate with like caramel. Um, you're yeah. not a, yeah, he, Victor's not a dark chocolate person. I'm not, I'm not a dark chocolate either. My, my son is, is all about the dark chocolate. Um, 
But for me, the only, I feel like peanut M&Ms sometimes are a little bit of a gamble because sometimes you get that shitty tasting peanut. Yeah, it happens every once in a while, and it's, it's a gamble you have to take. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely you that. can't live your life. The, <laughs> the risk does not outweigh the worth. The, re- That's the true. reward That's true. of peanut M and M's. Yeah, yeah. Um, the third question. Sorry, I'm adjusting my headband. It's like falling off my head. Um, childhood memory, Halloween time, spooky season, Halloween um, memory. Why don't you go first since Katie went she, and then I Yeah, went. but she doesn't oh. have one, I don't think. No, I do. I oh, do. you do? Yeah, yeah. I said you didn't. No, I mean, I well, I said earlier before we recorded that my family, they're not, like, as a child, they were not, like, into really doing much for Halloween. Like, I barely got a costume a lot of the time, and we didn't decorate our house. Was it, like, there laziness like, or Christianity? Laziness. Okay. They didn't give a shit. They, it was, like, barely acknowledging this, this, um... This holiday I'd been counting down for right. and like so so excited and I thought and these are like one of the few promises I kept as a child like when I grow up I'm not going to do that we're gonna decorate our house we're gonna have scary movies or like fun movies all month oh and Adam's family I forgot to mention the Adam's family uh, yeah. watch as yeah, well yeah. and my kids are gonna love love halloween and i'm we're, it's gonna be like a great family holiday and so otherwise they're getting yeah. put up for adoption yeah they're gonna love I, it i can see a little eight-year-old meredith making this yeah i made that promise mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only one i, I wasn't like i'm never gonna ground you know my kids are never gonna get in trouble no my kids are you know i'm like you're in trouble um but you, you have to take <laughs> they will honor october 31st <laughs> yeah it's the best um so, but my family, as I said, I wasn't into it. So uh, I said they half-assed it. But I do remember going to a friend's house in middle school um, for, for trick-or-treating and hanging out with her family. And her mom was, like, driving us. She picked us up from school. She was playing music, and I didn't know what it was. And it turns out it was a soundtrack to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. And I never heard it before. So that was a clutch mom. That was... Yeah, she's like she was showing. She up. had us in her Lexus. It's like in and stepping over. And we're like, I was like, what is this? And they're like, Rocky Horror Picture Show. You've never seen it. I was like, no. And so we did trick or treating, and then it was playing on VH1 that 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 night. So I watched it. It was my first like dive into the world of Dr. Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror Picture Show, and it changed my life basically <laughs> so i always uh, hold that memory dear and it was the start of me and getting interested in the macabre and the strange and well i was already but it even more so so what about you katie um my family participated in halloween in the pretty standard uh, american way of costumes and trick-or-treating and and all of that um I, I feel like, I don't know if it's my memory or if this is, is kind of standard, but a lot of the things that I quote unquote remember about my childhood really seems derived from the photographs that I've seen of my childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do know that growing up, um, I had the uh, same costume for like the first four or five years of my life. It was a Bugs Bunny mask, whatever pajamas I owned at the time. And then my mom had taken some cheesecloth, filled it with cotton balls, and would safety pin it to my ass. And I was Bugs Bunny. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of years that I was Bugs Bunny. 
Um, she then like, did. Who is Bugs Bunny? No, I'm yeah, like, I don't even know what this is. We were like, what's up, Doc? <laughs> no, no. no. Oh. I don't think so. Um, but uh, yeah, we just, we had like a, the very typical, like going house to house trick or treating experience when I was little. Um, I have two older brothers, and so it was always we were with this family or that family and their kids and. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I had like a lot of, uh, significant Halloween memories as a little kid. I do know when I was like in fifth grade, I started doing or trying to do a Halloween party for me and my friends every year. And I did that for a couple of years where the same group of friends, we got together and we all went, um, trick or treating together. And this was actually kind of, um, quintessential for, I mean, it, it was the nineties at that mm-hmm. point. It wasn't the eighties anymore, but, um, this idea of the, you know, the neighbors are good for trick-or-treating and you don't live in a good trick-or-treating neighborhood, so you got to go to another neighborhood where the houses are whatever. Getting they have the good candy, candy bars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, our street in our neighborhood, it was a lot of, like, houses that were pretty spread out, pretty set back from the street. It was too much legwork for trick-or-treaters. You know, there were the... Uh, cost-benefit analysis was not there. Too much walking. Um, yeah, and so we would relocate the party from my house to my grandmother's neighborhood, which was really just on the other side of a park. But it's like, you know, oh, we've all we've got to work with is this Volvo, so we'll put two kids in the passenger seat and four kids in the back seat and then two kids sitting on the trunk and we'll drive them across the park so they can trick-or-treat in the other neighborhood that has more candy. <laughs> so, you know, that was like our sub- it. <laughs> it's our suburban version of like the kids riding in the open back of the You're pickup like, truck out in the country. It's like, oh, this is very illegal and highly dangerous, but we're going to do it because there's candy involved. You always know where to find the good candy. Y- you do, you do. Yeah, last year my kids got like huge, like mini bags of mini musketeers and other candies, like, like entire the bags. That's like the bag full of the candies, like three musketeers. That almost feels like the household that's like, we bought this amount of candy and we have to answer our bell until it's gone. Yeah. So if we give the first person one bag of candy and the second person <laughs> the other bag of candy, well, this was later. This was we later. get to go to bed. So I, I think they got they the, the, her kids got the rest, that's like the awesome. leftovers. Yeah. 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 It's the house that has all the really cool decorations down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like our house is definitely one as well mm-hmm. with all of our decorations. Just without the good candy. We have good candy, but I like to go trick or treat with my kids. And so I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I that's kinda, the, like the, the whole putting out, putting out of the bowl and saying yeah. what, like one, one piece per person, you know, I'm like, take some. And then, well, we go for like an hour. They ha- their pillowcases are ch- stuffed. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, let's go back home and then you guys can do your trading of and the they're candy. Like, eh, no, and they're like, no, we need what? more. I don't know what. And then like, like you can't they even can't even possibly have. get more. It's yeah. insane. Like pounds and pounds of yeah. candy. Plus our across the street neighbor last year they had just moved in and we were getting to know each other and he's like, oh yeah, just make sure you have them come over here like first and then last. You know? And they gave them full-size candy bars. <laughs> and they hardly got any because there's a couple streets over where everybody is out trick-or-treating in that area because all, everyone's got their garages open, all the adults yeah. are having a good time. Yeah. And so we hit up there, filled up their their <clears throat> their pillowcases. Then we went back across the street, and they got like four or five large-size candy bars each because no one even came over here. 
Yeah, but so. it's weird though because tons of people came to our house. Maybe maybe because we the, have decorations. Yeah, we have a ton of decorations. They yeah. did not. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, they they're not. No one good really people. came over here, and we're like, <laughs> we're we're really into take one. You only get one candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> my my kids, you know, haven't. It's been a couple years since my kids trick or treated, so it's like that that uh, time in my life, I guess, has passed until I have grandchildren Uh-oh. oh no i don't know <laughs> but we've never lived on a street where our home got trick-or-treaters because the house the house that we lived in for like the first 10 years we had kids was just like steep ass hill in Westlake, daily city mm. nobody's fucking walking yeah, up no, that street like yeah, the not. kids across the street are not walking across to our house like <laughs> we never much. got a single trick-or-treater at that house yeah. and then our, our current house is it's not it's you know right it's in facing, the city it's not super but it's like and it's facing a busy street yeah. and um so yeah we don't we don't get foot traffic and i feel like that's a change in um how halloween looks now as opposed to it did maybe like 20 30 years ago when we were kids like not you don't necessarily not everybody trick-or-treats on their own street you go somewhere where the trick-or-treating is good and Mm -hmm. so then you end up with these like kind of hotbeds you know Mm -hmm. where the houses are decorated and the houses have candy and everybody's there and it's you've got a good vibe and you've got this good party experience but then most streets are just kind of nothing's happening yeah it's deserted yeah so which that i mean that's not terrible yeah you know? I, I mean i would answer the door last year and um in the years past when i and after i had started teaching and they're like oh my gosh hi like students and i'm like hi here eat some candy <laughs> <laughs> don't bring it to class yeah. <laughs> no gum in school no um so what is your what was it your childhood memory was that Me? Victor? yeah um I mean, I had fantastic Halloween childhood memories my entire life. Well, I'm, brag I'm about very it. lucky. No, I'm very lucky. <laughs> brag um, about it much. My parents weren't like obsessed with Halloween like I am, but they definitely were all about letting me do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And we lived in Virginia. Our our cul-de-sac had like I don't know 17 houses on it and 15. That's a of, fucking big cul-de-sac. It was yeah, maybe 17 maybe, maybe, maybe houses. I'm exaggerating by a, a few, but. Every one of them, except for, I think, two or three, had kids. Mm. So we were always playing together anyway yeah. because there wasn't phones back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we played kickball in the cul-de-sac, basketball, like everything. Yeah. Um, and so kind of Halloween was no different. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, we lived there for five years. And then when we moved to Texas, I had people my age all around me as well again they all had guns Uh, well i'm sure they did um (laughs) and all of us always got together and trick-or-treated as well so i mean i i can't really pick a specific childhood memory um except for when i dressed up my dad got me uh my dad was in the military uh for a very long time before i was born and then when i was i think i was like Maybe 12, he got me Swiss camouflage, like a whole set. Wow. Yeah. And so it's like red and tan and brown and green. Which is so funny it's different because colors. you would think the Swiss would need to camouflage White. into snow. Yeah, you'd think yeah. so. Um, but this, it, it was it was like all legit and it was amazing. And I remember that I dressed up as like a zombie Swiss army 
guy. Nice. And everybody was very impressed. Yeah. I, that is something I do remember. Yeah. And that was really fun. That night, I remember specifically, we went out and stayed out really late. Yeah. Like late enough to get screamed at by your parents when you finally got home with two <laughs> giant pillowcases full of candy that you gorged yourself on for yeah. the following two weeks. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, I, I just loved it. We didn't, I don't, I don't remember us really decorating very much. My household was kind of, it was, my experience for Christmas is in between Katie's and Meredith's. Meredith doesn't give a shit. Katie's favorite holiday is Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm like in the middle, but my mom transforms our entire house. Every single room has Christmas stuff in it growing up my whole life. It was not necessarily like that for Halloween. Mm-hmm. It was like we had a couple things outside and that was kind of it. Yeah. Um, whereas now, as an adult, you know, our whole living room all the stuff is taken and put into bins and it's all Halloween stuff everywhere. Same with the kitchen, you know. When you have a, at this house, you have a good amount of spooky stuff year round. Oh, yeah. It's not even Halloween decorations. That's true. We didn't even have to take everything decor. down because we have a lot of like day yeah. of the dead stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's it, I definitely was was very. Uh, oh, the, her little puppy's growling. Oh, you're OK. We definitely growing up, we had a great, um, a great time with Halloween. It was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I actually had um, one of my still go to Halloween costumes because I was in JROTC in high school. Yeah, and so I have my BDUs from that, and that's kind of always an easy thing. Oh, yeah. Just slap that on and put some face paint on, and look, you're a soldier. Definitely, I still have the Swiss set up in the garage. Does it still fit? Oh, I highly doubt that. <laughs> I mean, I was a big kid then, like I'm a big guy now, but. I don't know if it, I mean, I'd have to try it on. Probably not. I would say probably not. <laughs> if I lost like 30 pounds, it'd probably fit. My, that's actually the last question. Favorite costume. Yeah. Favorite Halloween costume. Anyone have one that comes to mind? Absolutely. Yours. Okay. Guess. Do you tell. Yeah. Yes. What you just said. Guess. Is not it, that was one. it, is Captain it one Spaulding? that you would have yes. had since she knew you? No, but she knows know of it. Um, I dressed Spaulding. up as Captain Spaulding from House of Thousand Corpses. Like okay. the Rob, like he's in a couple of the Rob Zombie movies. Mm-hmm. And Sid Haig. It was yeah, R. Sid Haig. Um, it was pretty great. Uh, do you know the character? I uh, no, I've never seen the movie. Okay. Um, he's he's a clown. Okay. But he's like a killer. I'm gonna murder you, clown. Mm-hmm. And he's a clown that, you know, like like older guys that have big beards and mustaches. Like they have that like. That like browning or like like golding color. Oh yeah. Like kind of coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he definitely he had that kind of like everywhere around his mustache. It was all very black around right. his but mustache and beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you guys can't see me, but I, I am a bearded man. Um, I was I think I associated that with smoking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if oh, you yeah, have facial hair sure. and you're a smoker, that yeah. the, the coloration of your mm-hmm. facial hair would starts to burn like off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's. I, I, now I am I'm a man with no hair on the top of my head on purpose, but he's bald. And I, at the time, I had hair, but I had a, I got a bald cap, mm-hmm. and I used all the white face paint and head paint to blend it into my skin, and I darkened or I whitened the beard a little bit like his. And I put black spots around where his were. My friend Charlotte did all the makeup for me. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I got the same outfit he wore. I had the axe. Hey, relax. I had the axe that he had. And, and you like, did this multiple times? I, I did it once. Okay. And I got so mad because at work we have a Halloween 
costume contest. Mm-hmm. And the I got second place because the and the person who got first place was dressed up as a chef. That's stupid. But he was a very popular guy at our uh, company. Yeah. And I got so mad that I just did not do it again. I still have the costume and I still could do it. Do Especially it this year. now that I'm bald. Well, no, because this year I'm going to be um, Uncle Fester because Meredith is going to be Morticia. Uh, Morticia. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. next year. All right. Maybe next year. But yeah, it was. That's probably my my all time favorite costume. The other one, I, runner up, because I actually won Halloween con costume contests at bars mm-hmm. from it, was when I dressed up as Danny DeVito's penguin from the Batman movies. Mm. Yeah, that one was pretty awesome. I had a whole suit, the top hat, the monocle. Yeah, like well, and the, and yeah, and that that costume carries with it a characterization that is really yeah, and it's more memorable. recognizable because when I got to work, people were like, "Oh my god, you look you look frightening!" Like, who are you? And I'm like, "You don't know who I am." Yeah. <laughs> so I think I was also part of the reason I didn't win first place yeah. is people they just thought I was a creepy clown, which still is a good ass creepy clown. Yeah. But, you know, it is. No, I realized that with like guiding my kids toward their Halloween costumes when they were younger, realizing that as an adult, having like kind of an obscure character that you're dressed up as is kind of an appeal because then there's that camaraderie with the people who recognize who you are dressed up as. But as a child, there's no value in being an obscure character. Yeah. Um, And the uh, incidences that that really came to light is the year that my daughter dressed up as Wacko from the Animaniacs. (laughs) That's awesome nobody fucking knew who she was um and then there was one year all this carried a little bit well so my son so my son is blonde Mm -hmm. and he had a good friend who had dark curly hair and braces and they teamed up as beavis and butthead Mm -hmm. which all it meant was like a particular color shorts and then an acdc t-shirt and a metallica t-shirt yeah and they they looked exact like i took a photo i had them sit on a bench at school and his friend is like looking straight forward, you know, because Butthead is almost always straight on, and then Beavis is almost Slightly always profiled. Yeah. <laughs> and so, top my head, my son was like turned to the side, and his friend was like looking straight on. His friend had the perfect like brown curly hair and the braces, and like Tommy was blonde and everything. And so it was like it was flawless, but it was like it did not necessarily resonate with their peer group. Yeah. And so it was like kind of a bummer because they want to be dressed up as a character that their peers recognize. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so to like have to explain who you are as an adult, there's a, there's an intrinsic value of that. Like, Oh, like you, Oh, I'm this person. If somebody recognizes you right away, there's like that connection of like, Oh, you get it. You love this thing too. That's great. But that's not necessarily the case with kids. Yeah. Yeah, Well, when I was Captain Spaulding, it, it was, was a shock to me which type of people did recognize the mm. character like it's a litmus test yeah because yeah. i remember like you know my, my, my company that, that i worked for at the time is it was a chinese owned company and a lot of our like finance and hr people were from china from our parent company that came over here and so you know, I, I'd walk by and like two of them, I remember being like, Captain Spaulding. And I was like, <laughs> what? You're like a super quiet, like older lady that's never like even talked to me before. And you're being like, Captain Spaulding? When like the people my age that should have seen this movie or a little older than me, like had never, they were just like, who are you? And I was yeah. like, that's very telling. And you're awesome. Yeah. I didn't know you were awesome until this moment. But I'm it's looking like at like you it's now. It's like that, that meme that's like, 
what if you know you learn a lot about somebody if you if they like t- tell you who they recognize Tim Curry from what movie they recognize oh, Tim yeah. Curry from or yeah. like it's like either Clue or Running for a Picture Show or it or Legend definitely Legend yeah as if if it's Home Alone two get the fuck away from that person I mean that was me for a long time. I mean, no, if that's, if that's your <laughs> checkpoint for Tim Curry, I do not want to know you. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was only later that I realized it was Tim Curry in Legend that I was oh, like, oh, okay. Legend. But I'd seen Legend first. Yeah. Well, no, and for me, like, honestly, my first Tim Maybe Curry character that. that resonated with me was Annie. I, I mean, I watched Annie younger than I... Well, probably actually maybe this around the same time I watched Clue, but before I watched it or Rocky mm. Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Um, but him and Annie was... Yeah, I love him in that, too. <sighs> Just as long as we don't... So him and, him and Congo. I don't... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah. What about you, Katie? He's legendary. For costume? My, oh, um, costume. So, yeah, I, I mean, I mentioned when I was a kid that I had the same costume... Um, for years, uh, out of laziness by my parents, funny. and then um, a lack of laziness, but a real demonstration of resourcefulness. My mom, my mom was a sewer. She had a sewing machine. She knew how to follow a pattern. Uh, she bought a pattern, and then she used the same pattern to produce three separate costumes for me over the course of several years. Um, and it was just basically like a cloak shape. Mm-hmm. And so the first time, first year, she made it in black, and I was a witch. Okay. And then the next year she made it in white and I was an angel. Oh. And then the third year she made it in this blue, like kind of almost floral paisley pattern. And I was Laura Ingalls Wilder from Little House on the Prairie. Oh. She's so extremely resourceful. Like this, this cloak shape can be used in so many different so many uh, applications. Um, so that I, I look back on that and think that it's, it's, it's kind of a heartwarming to me to think of my mom as a, a parent trying, you know, being in that situation, like a, a working parent and one more thing added to your list is manufacturing Halloween costumes for your children. What are you yeah. supposed to do? And her being like, just pulling out that old dusty pattern and being like, what can we make this into this year? You're um, the devil. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Let's make it red. You're the devil. Um, so thinking of that is, is, is a little, a little heartwarming for me. Um, and then, I mean, I feel like I've had some, because then I, myself, when I was, I think I was in eighth grade, I busted out my own particular pattern and it was supposed to be a clown suit, but I did it in a cow print, um, and made a cow Mm -hmm. costume for myself Mm -hmm. that because I was already in eighth grade and most girls often are their full adult height by eighth grade as Mm -hmm. I was, um, that costume still fits me. I have worn it to book clubs that you yourself have been in attendance. <laughs> I don't at. remember. <laughs> um, I can still pull on that cow suit anytime I want. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of that cow suit. Well, that works. Yeah. Very versatile. Sounds. sounds yeah. Very I mean, I mean, it's really only if you want to dress up like a cow, but <laughs> versatile in that way. You can go protest PETA. You can, Hell you can yeah. Go protest. <laughs> yeah. And it's androgynous <laughs> because it does not have an udder. So you don't know if it's a. A he, her cow, a, a they, them cow, a he, her, him, him, he, him, she, her, they, them. It's a, yeah. it's a very fluid cow. Yeah. 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 What about you, Meredith? Oh, um, there's one year I was a Negan from Walking Dead and I, um, people were like yelling at me from Is that when you had the, the barbed wire wrapped around the bat? 
Yes. That was the same that, that was the same meeting where I wore my cow suit. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So she was too focused on herself. I was just <laughs> you know, I'm the most important, so no, I was walking around with it and I was taking the kids trick or treating and people were like yelling at me all over. Like yelling and it was really fun. I was like, hey, and um, it's just fun because like it happened on every block, literally yeah. people shouting at people recognizing from, from my from their houses and, yeah. or from their garages where they're chilling, drinking and um, passing out candy. Yeah, passing out candy. So that was really fun. I was like, oh my gosh, it was just uh, that was a really fun night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also liked. I took my old wedding dress and poured blood all over it. And I remember did a, I that zombie, year, zombie bride. I wore which, my RTC costume that year. Yeah, I mean it's um, that marriage ended in a divorce, so that should have been the writing on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> but I looked really cool. Like I had a tiara. I had like the the fish, whatever the mesh thing that you put over your bird face. Cage. Veil. Your veil. Whatever. Yeah, but they call it a bird. How does the guy bird? know it's the veil? It no, but like it's, it's a, when it's just a little bit like covering just your face, not hanging down. It's the bird. Yeah, cage. it's oh. a it's a, it was like that, like Katie described, and I had like the really nice, but it was fake jewelry, and I looked. Like I was going to my wedding, got attacked by a zombie because yeah. I had like a full like th- like synthetic the, like latex bites stuff. on your neck, the bites on my neck. Uh, I looked really cool. Yeah, it, it was, was a very amazing cool costume, yeah. and um, I looked like I'd been through through some stuff. And you had, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. That was that was an amazing costume. So, um, well, I think this has been a really fun conversation about getting spooky, Halloween favorite parts of um the holiday and what we enjoy so thanks for um joining me on this mini sode it was it was fun <laughs> thanks for thanks, inviting Victor. me thanks yeah. for coming yeah. yeah and happy halloween happy halloween, happy halloween everyone the best holiday ever okay bye <laughs>